What is up and welcome to the first official episode of Nothing Like the Movies. Wow, it feels so crazy to actually be saying that, but I'm super excited. Like I mentioned in the intro, also super nervous, but it'll be great. It'll be awesome. So let's just get right into it. If you listen to the intro, you know that I talked about how with nothing like the movies, I want to talk about mental health and just growth, uh, relationship struggles, friendship struggles, you know, just almost everything you can think of. So I know it's kind of weird for my first episode to be like sophomore year. Like that's just really random, I feel like. But for me personally, sophomore year was a big year, not only just for me, but for those around me, because also COVID happened that year. And it's weird because now being a senior, that was only two years ago, but it literally feels like forever ago. Like time goes by so slow and so fast at the same time, because I'm like, oh, sophomore year was forever ago, but yet I can still remember sophomore year you know like being a senior it's crazy but but before I like dive into sophomore year I want to talk a little bit about before sophomore year and just kind of what led up to how I was as a person sophomore year so growing up I just always had this insecurity of not being good enough not feeling pretty enough not being smart enough not being athletic enough And honestly, I feel like most of that insecurity came from social media. You know, I got social media when I was like in fifth grade, maybe fifth or sixth grade. And it just rooted such a deep insecurity in me. And like I said, just growing up, I was just so insecure and I still struggle now, like as a senior with insecurity, like that's not going to go away. You know, I just I learned how to deal with it and how to embrace myself for who I am. But um, I just was never the most conventionally attractive girl, you know. Um, I had a big gap between my teeth. I had these purple glasses that my mom still talks about to this day. I had like a short bob haircut. I literally looked like Lord Farquaad. It was kind of bad. And then I got braces. So I was like a brace face with glasses And it just, it made me so insecure. You know, I was never fat, to say the word, but I was overweight, you know. Like, I feel most kids when they're younger, they're overweight. Like, I didn't grow into my body yet. And, of course, you know, seeing on Instagram these super skinny Victoria's Secret models and Kendall Jenner and all them, I was looking at myself as a 13-year-old girl being like, why don't I look like that? Which is unrealistic, obviously, but it was all I had seen, you know. And... Eighth grade was when I slowly started to kind of get my image up, I guess. I got my braces off. I got contacts. And then end of eighth grade was when I I had that mini quote-unquote glow up. Kind of cringe to say that, but it's true. And then freshman year, I had my first boyfriend. We literally dated for a month. He broke up with me over Snapchat. Um, Of course, I thought it was the end of the world. I was like on my deathbed like oh my gosh I'm never gonna get over it blah blah blah. of course I got over it it was a one month relationship it was freshman year like I got over it and then sophomore year was the big year because that was when I kind of was more confident in myself 
I started to get more attention from guys. And I think because of that, it honestly made me rude. Because for so long, I wanted to be that pretty girl. You know, I wanted to be that person that people looked at and they were like, oh, she's really pretty. You know, and I, and I wasn't. And so sophomore year, when I started to get attention from guys, I was like, I'm finally that pretty girl. You know, I'm finally getting the attention that I want. And looking back on it now, it's, it's really sad to think about because I was just so insecure and constantly wanted to feel good enough and I just never did. You know, like I needed that validation. Like m- growing up, my parents, my friends, you know, they always told me like, you are so loved, Gabby. You're so beautiful inside and out. And it just wasn't enough for me because I needed this male validation. And like I said, it was just sad. Like, I wish I didn't. But at the time, like, just comparing it to social media, I I desired it. I wanted it. And I also think sophomore year is kind of a big-ish year in general because you're not a freshman anymore. So you're not like, oh, like, little freshman loser. You know what I mean? I mean, nobody ever actually says that. But you know what I mean. But you're also not an upperclassman. So you don't get, like, the upperclassmen, like, oh, priorities, I guess, or, like, treatment. And it's the year that most people start to drive. I got my license for sophomore year. So sophomore year is kind of that year when you get that sense of freedom. You know, you also kind of figure out who your friend group is. And even though, like, looking back on sophomore year, I was very insecure. I had, my friend group was crazy. Um, we had plans every weekend. We were always hanging out together, and it was a really good time, but I was just not a very good person. I was just so rooted in myself. I didn't really, I loved my friends, I did, but I really only cared about myself. You know, I turned everything on me when it came to anything. Like, my friends could be telling me a story, and I would be like, haha, yeah, I remember one time when I blah, 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 blah. And I don't, I don't know why. I don't know why I did that. And I was also just mean to my parents. You know, my mom does so much for me. She is my best friend. And I was so mean to her. I, I would just always snap at her. And I, I really don't know why. It was... I was just so insecure sophomore year, and that's really all I can say about it. And it was really sad to see. And then sophomore year, you know, I kind of figured out who are my close friends, who are my, you know, friends who were, we were just kind of friends in middle school and it's time for us to drift apart. So I did, like, lose some friendships sophomore year, and it, it was really sad, and it sucked. I'm not going to lie to you, it sucked. But it was what needed to happen. You know, like, those people... We're not in my life anymore. And now, like, we are friends, and we're good, and we're fine. And, you know, like, I'm actually really happy senior year where I'm at in my life right now. But end of sophomore year, like, losing those friendships, I knew it was for the best during that time, but I couldn't see why. Because all of sophomore year, you know, I was, I was just on this high horse, this pedestal that, like, I was the best. You know, for so long, I wanted to be pretty. I wanted to be well-liked, and I finally was. And so when I lost my friends, and also COVID hit, so I was quarantined, you know, like I was at my house by myself all the time with my family, 
Because, like, my family, we, we were, like, quarantine, quarantine. We couldn't go out. I literally became depressed in a way. Like, I just, I literally didn't do anything. You know, everybody during quarantine, of course, did, like, the Chloe Ting workouts and the, what was it, the frosted coffee, the whipped coffee, some kind of coffee that everybody made. And, of course, I, I did all of that. But I was so lonely and I was mad at myself because I was like, what the heck, for so long, I wanted this, I wanted, I wanted to be that girl, you know, and then I lost it. Which, at the end of the day, like, looking back at it now, they're really even, like, reality. There's no that girl, you know? Like, I can't even think of girls now that I'm like, oh, she's that girl. But I was just so insecure, and I know I keep repeating that, but it's just because I was so rooted in getting attention from boys. I just wanted that attention from guys. I wanted to feel pretty and it didn't matter who told me I was pretty whether it was my mom my best friend my dad you know my sisters if it wasn't from a dude it didn't matter and I'm not trying to sound stuck up when I say that I know how bad that sounds I just desired that male validation I know I've said that again and again but sophomore year for me I think just really taught me so many lessons and so many things, and looking back on it now, I didn't realize it in the moment, you know, in the moment, I was just, like, on my high horse, then I was off, and I was, like, what the heck, what happened, but I'm really glad that it happened, and I'm really glad that I was able to learn from it, and grow from it, because it taught me things, you know, I'm the person I am today, obviously, not just because of sophomore year, but, sophomore year was a big year for me and I remember talking to my mom about the podcast in the first episode and you know she was like so like what do you want to make the first episode about blah 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 and she was like oh like what you've gone through like your anxiety or like how to deal with stuff or like even your day in life at school and I was like oh no I want to make it about sophomore year and she was like huh like why sophomore year and then I like told her just kind of everything And then I said, Mom, like, did you notice sophomore year that I was kind of mean or, like, you know, different than how I am now? And immediately she was like, oh, right away. She was like, yeah, obviously. She was like, yeah, you you were just mean sophomore year. And part of me was like, dang, Mom, like, rip the bandit off. And I was like, what do you mean by that? And she told me a story of how she remembers we got lunch one time together and she saw a girl that went to my school that I used to play sport with. And she was like, oh my gosh, isn't that, you know, isn't that her? Isn't that your old friend? And I just looked at the girl and I was like, ew, no, like, no. And my mom was like, Gabby, go say hi to her. And I was like, no, ew. And I'm actually friends with that girl today. And even sophomore year when that happened, we had never gotten into any type of drama. Like she never, I never had any quote unquote beef with her. You know, she never did anything bad to me. I never did anything bad to her. But I, she wasn't in my friend group. So I was like, ew, no. And so just when my mom said that, I was like, dang. Like, I don't, I don't know who, who told me I could act like that. But I really, I really shouldn't have. And I really, 
I'm glad that I don't act like that anymore. So if you're a sophomore and you're listening to this, I don't know. I don't know if that was just for me. Sophomore year, that was my thing. But at least sophomore year, I know you get that sense of freedom with your license and just all of that. And it's that weird year. So again, if you are a sophomore listening, please just, first of all, if for anybody who's listening, please, please, please realize that there is more to life than validation from the opposite sex. It's taken me so long to realize that. And I still struggle with it today, obviously. You know, but I am more happy giving myself my own validation, telling myself that I'm good enough, that I'm pretty enough, that I'm smart enough, that I'm athletic enough, than trying to get it from another person, especially a boy, you know? So please, please, please know that there's so much more than that validation because you really don't need that validation. Yes, I'm not going to lie to you, it helps. You know, it's it's nice. It's nice to flirt with somebody. It's nice to get compliments. You know, it's nice when people say you're pretty, but you don't need to feed off of that. And I fed off of that. And it just made me cocky. And again, back to the sophomores, I really don't know. Obviously, your sophomore experience is going to be different from mine. Every person's experience is different from every other person. But please just don't be so focused on yourself. Like, focus on yourself in healthy ways, yes. Like, take care of yourself. You know, like, love yourself. But, like, be there for your friends. You know, don't put a dude or a girl before your friends. Like, please just focus and have fun and enjoy it. Because also now being a senior, I wish I wasn't so caught up on, like, being the best I could for other people rather than being the best that I could for myself. That was probably my biggest regret. Obviously, being a mean girl was a big regret too. But that was rooted in trying to make other people happy. And at the end of the day, like now, like I I keep comparing it to now. Now I'm making myself happy and making decisions that benefit me and those around me in a healthy way. And I'm so much happier. I'm not striving for male validation or validation from really anybody. And yeah, like sometimes I miss it. You know, sometimes I miss like flirting and like I miss having a boyfriend and it's it's nice to have that person, but you don't need that, you know, like surround yourself. For me personally, I've been surrounding myself with my friends and my family and even like my really good teachers who just like have pushed me to be a better person And it has made everything so much better. And I'm so much happier. And even when I had the idea of making this podcast four months ago, I was in one of my lowest spots, which I'll talk about some other time. But you just need to do what makes you happy. You know, like I said, you don't need the validation from other people. I know it's hard. Don't get me wrong. I still still struggle with it. I can't lie to you and say I never... I never ask for that validation. I never want that validation. Like, yes, of course I do. It is nice to feel wanted. It is nice to feel appreciated. It is nice to feel loved. But I know that I'm appreciated and loved by those around me. So I've just stopped focusing on those who don't appreciate me. My really good friend texted me, honestly, about a month ago when I was struggling, dealing with something, somebody that was out of my life. 
And I was like, I'm so sad. That, that was really all I said in the text. I was like, I'm so sad. I was like, why doesn't this person appreciate me? And she responded and she was like, why are you so focused on one person who doesn't appreciate you? One person who won't even matter in five years who doesn't appreciate you when you have all these other people who do. And when she sent me that, I was like, dang. Wow. And it really, I mean, I, you know, I still think about that. Like, she's exactly right. Focus on those around you who build you up and make you want to be a better person. Because your friends and those who you hang out with really are a reflection of yourself. Like, my parents always told me that, and I would just, like, roll my eyes and be like, shut up. Like, I really just didn't care. Like, I was like, you are so annoying. I'm going to be honest. But now, like, looking back at it, not even just sophomore year, but just, like, in general, just, like, school and life, my different friend groups, my different boyfriends, like, the people that I surrounded myself really did make me who I am today. And who I was throughout high school, throughout middle school, even, like, elementary school, the people that I was around influenced me, you know, to do bad things, to do good things. So please just surround yourself with people who make you feel good. And please take care of yourself and know that you are so loved and so appreciated. And thank you for listening to the first official episode of Nothing Like the Movies. Um, please give me feedback. I have my mental health account slash podcast account on Instagram at Good Life of Gabs D. Um, again, if you have any questions or comments or criticism, because I will gladly take criticism. Again, this is a new thing and I'm still learning. I would love to hear it. Thank you so much for listening and stay safe. Bye.